Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time to press play. Ah, uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host with my co-host, my man Ben, right here to my top left that you see here on your screen, and bottom right uh, is my man John or Ben. I'm sorry, John. I'm over here brain farting already. Malfunctioning, <laughs> going on. Malfunctioning, going on. And then our guest, I say host of the day, who is very familiar in what we do um, because that is part of what he does. My man Joey Franchise, man, how you doing? Happening, what's happening? Really happy to be here, Mon and the gang. Like, you know, I've been a fan of you, you know, for a while, big sports guy. So I'm really happy to be on this show and, and happy to know that somebody like me, you know, uh, you, on the legendary status that you have, is interested in a lot of things that I do too. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about it already before we went live. And yes, some of the things that you already do, I'm on board. We're going to be talking horror movies with Joey and his crew in here. I don't know when, but it's going down. For everyone tuning in here on Twitch and on iHeartMedia as well, we are we talk video games, we talk uh, pop culture, we have a fun conversation called This or That, but we're talking esports, we're talking the trendy topics in the video game world, and then This or That, like I mentioned, we uh, find out something, you know, we have a good conversation, but we may find out things about one another that we may not know or maybe care to know. Yeah, some you know? things about you, Amon. You get a little personal. Uh, hey, I keep segment. it real, you know? I just keep it real. I don't like the sugarcoat things. I'm going to tell it like it is. That's how I was raised. That's how my mom and dad raised me up. And then uh, we're going to talk about the fun game releases because we know. we One thing we do know, from week to week, we could get 30, 40 games coming out, or we could get two. Two games come out, or none. Zero. But this week is a few games. It's enough for us to talk about. So I got a, you know, I got a fun game that takes me back to my childhood that involves the man, you know, Super Mario and the, his one of his antagonists and Bowser. So that's a fun game. I can't wait to talk about there. And then we talk about we got all these streaming outs out there. We have what Quibi. We got Peacock. And then we have now is well, Par- you got Paramount Plus. Paramount yeah. Plus. If you watch the Super Bowl, there's no way you missed an ad for Paramount Plus. It was right. all over the place. So you and is it. Are they getting lazy by just putting a plus behind yes. now? Yes. <laughs> is that what we're doing now? So Disney Plus, <laughs> DC Plus. Well, DC Universe is gone now. 
Okay. Yeah, I try to upload that app. It's all know. part of HBO Max. Is it HBO Max? Is that why? Oh, yeah. man. It's like Netflix taking all yep. the Marvel stuff off. But yep. then, obviously, it's in Disney yeah. Plus now because they bought it all up. Joey knows about that stuff. Yeah. You know, so we, oh, yeah. You know, so we're going to check in real quick. So since the last episode here for uh, Gamers Lounge, man, from last week, been ultra uber busy. So a Super Bowl was going on, but like a lot of former players like myself couldn't travel down. And because of COVID reasoning and uh, the situations either at your your current work or wherever. But so everything was a lot of virtual stuff. So I did a virtual Madden the Yard tournament. Um, and I was able to have my a couple of my esports uh, players. I'm, I'm a head coach of esports at Lakeland University. And so a couple of my Madden players joined me and we, we came in second place. We we got right to the end and it was just one of them games kind of we kind of like it was kind of like the Chiefs offense in the Super Bowl. We just couldn't figure it out. We couldn't move the ball. We had too <laughs> many turnovers. We couldn't get it done. But we came in second place, you know, which was not, you know, that's a good thing. You know, was, we're happy for that. Then and the players were excited about that. Then the next night I got teamed up with uh, my man, young Drenny from Madden play, which, you know, him, he's a Madden champion. He plays in the MCS. He does a salary cap um, much, or salary draft or mutt cap, stuff like that. And he, te- I got teamed up with him and another college kid from, from the HBCU community to help him win some money for a scholarship, which was did. And we did. So myself, Drini, and this young player, uh, Easy, I think it was Easy P, that was his gamer tag, or something close to that, something with Easy in it. And we won it. We got won him uh, about, I think, $2,500 scholarship. Well, that's so cool, too, because now we have our first vice president who's graduated from an HBCU. Correct. It was so it Kamala cool. Harris. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. that was a uh, part of my Saturday. And I was so wore out because, you know, basically I started playing that Madden tournament at around 2 p.m. Central Standard Time and didn't get finished till 9 p.m. So it was wow. seven hours of playing Madden, which is a dream for most gamers. But <laughs> that sounds awesome. It sounds <laughs> awesome. But, man, I was like. My wife got, I was done. I'm like talking to her and like, babe, sorry, I fell asleep on her mid conversation. Cause it was just, I, you know, my brain activity at a high level for all them hours. You know, you're, you're making sure you're in the coverage, playing defense, making the tackle, doing the things you need to do to game out and do it right. So that was Saturday. And then sun, Sunday obviously was us watching the Super Bowl and watch that game. Amazing game. Um, hats off to my man TB. And able to do what he he's done to go down to a whole other team where a lot of people doubted him and and what he was trying to do, mm-hmm. um, and then accomplished it. And so it wasn't trying; he did it. Um, bring a title down to Tampa Bay with Bruce Arian and, and his coaching staff, which uh, is a fantastic job. But they did as well, bringing that squad together, getting AB, you know, from home, getting his, you know, getting him out of the situation he was in, able to focus and come play football, be the football wide receiver player that he can be, getting his boy old. Oh, homie, Tom, uh, Gronkowski, yeah. come out of retirement to do what, you know, to be like, hey, man, you want to play some football again? We're going to win the Super Bowl. You know that, right? <laughs> That's basically, I wonder how that conversation was. Hey, you know we're going to win a, a ship. We're going to get one. And uh, they did. So, you know, watching that. So, and then me being who I am, and you're going to enjoy this, Joey. I'm not sure if you're into this along with the other stuff. We have a lot in common. But if you do Legos, I'm a Lego guy, too. So after the Super oh dude, I, I just I just built an Iron Man like Lego head. Like it's destiny. Get, get it's that. Destiny. Get that Lego. It is destiny. I love it. Where is it at? It's oh yes, I've seen those. I got the my Lego VIP card. Hold up. Unplug my headphones. <laughs> I'm about to pull out. Yeah. Mon's getting his VIP card. Yeah, Joey Franchise got that Iron Man. Yep. So what I did at the Super Bowl, guys. You two, I think, are I somehow related. I another win. life. He's the brother. This, this, this was mother. meant to happen. So there you go. Lego <laughs> VIP card. 
bam. Now this is real. This is not a figment of your imagination. You're not in the in the hex, as my man Joey is talking about. WandaVision, we're not in a dimension. This is real. If you a Lego person, you have one of these. Nice. So after Super Bowl, wow. I started my Ecto-1 Lego set. So from Ghostbusters, the original, I got it for uh, Christmas a few months ago now. And yeah, this started uh, the, the chassis, building out the, the chassis with the tires and everything for Ecto-1, the, the white and red with the ghostbuster uh no ghostbuster uh, symbol on the side so i just started that so that was that was my last week since uh the last episode so ben john what's up with y'all well for me friday i just happened to be scrolling through tv seeing what was going on and it just happened to be the madden nfl championship 21 so it was pavin versus j wall and it came down right to the end mm-hmm. j wall ended up winning but i'm watching this and um, anybody who has ever listened to our podcast before who knows what we do, John and I are sort of getting back into this gaming world. So as I'm watching this, a number of questions came to mind. But the number one question I wanted to ask you mm. was, I'm hearing the guys do the play-by-play. At least that's what we would call it in a traditional sports broadcast. But I know it's shoutcasting. Yeah, and it's the esports world. It's called yes. shoutcasting. In the esports world is called shoutcasting. So both the players, Jay Wall and Pavin, they had on headphones. What are they listening to? Because they were not listening to the shoutcasters because these two guys were over the top yelling, doing their thing. They're a shoutcaster. There's no way you could concentrate on what you're trying to do while listening to those people. They are probably listening to whatever, you know, rapper, singer, or their their music genre they like to listen to. Or they might be in complete silence. Okay. They might have noise cancellation in headphones, or they might have their earbuds, their Apple earbuds, listening to some. Could they know, be like, listening to the game? Potentially. Like the audio in the game, the actual oh, game maybe, commentary. Sure. They could be listening to that, sure. or like, like for me, I like to listen to K Dot, Kendrick Lamar, some J Cole while I'm gaming out. So they they do that because obviously it keeps them focused into the Madden game when they're playing. It, sure, they they, they got to be hyper focused. Sure, and then also over the weekend, my router took a crap, so we got a new <sighs> router. Nice. Now something that I totally forgot because it's been a while since I got a router. Part of the fun of getting a new router is creating that Wi-Fi name. Oh, where'd <laughs> you go? Just kicking around some cool ideas. So right now we're big into streaming um, the classic show, improv show with Drew Carey, Wayne Brady. Whose line is it anyway? Oh, yeah. So All our right, Wi-Fi so. name is, whose Ooh. Wi-Fi is it anyway? Man. That's pretty good, right? Oh, that's no? not bad. That's not bad. But pretty, hey, Joey. That's clever. That's clever. Thanks. So Jerry, check, uh, Joey, check this out. Uh, we you know, Discord. My man Ben, <laughs> he was clever in this name. So his name is, his name is uh, it's not, you see it on the screen there. J A N D T, but it's pronounced Yant. 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 Excuse me. Yant. Yant. So his Discord name is B Yantse. And it, I was now that was clever. Beyonce. I was like, oh, but you did that. Amari. I like that. And was it? For, I couldn't remember, you but I did. It was you, a conversation. Mine, you came up with that one, and then yes. you totally forgot. You came. I up totally with forgot. It, I, hey, I'll take all the credit. I'll football take it. twelve years. You know, it is <laughs> yeah, what it is. Taking a few you know, shots to that. I'm, I'm dealing. That's, I'm dealing. That's with. a lit. That's a lit name. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I, I my big weekend was the Super Bowl. Man, just yeah. watching the Super Bowl. Uh, watching the commercials. I don't know what you guys thought about halftime. I was expecting like some special guest to come out or something like that. I was kind of disappointed about the halftime show. Mm. I was bored. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. What did you think of it, Joey? Like, I liked the weekend, too. Yeah. yeah. I thought Drake would have came out. I thought it would have been crazy if Drake had came out. They did this whole Toronto, you know, what? thing, Canada could you, thing. Could you uh, imagine how much... Could you imagine but, how much he he would have gotten ripped 
Because isn't the whole thing about Drake, he loves the spotlight. He loves to be front and center, kind of a front runner, if you will. Just imagine all the hate Drake would have got for that. That's true. And I think, um, you know, at this point, I think Weekend's music is a lot more, you know, caters to a different audience than Drake does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yep. I mean, I needed something. I felt like it ended too quick. I thought it was cool for what it was, but I thought there could have been way more to it. Like, I literally, as soon as he was done, I was like, that's that's, that's it. it. That's the, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel think, like he, he was just warming up. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one, Joey. I, I was like, okay, that was the halftime show, I guess, for this year. Yeah. Uh, the commercials, the, the the one commercial that I, I don't know if it's brilliant or not, but I hated it. Oh, was the CEO of that oat milk? Yes, and he just starts his, singing. He's on I'm his like, little keyboard. I yelled at my TV. I wanted to swear at my TV. I said, "That's the stupidest commercial <laughs> I've ever flipping seen." But the bottom line is, I know what it was for, though. Right. And you're still talking about it. And I'm still talking about it. So Boom. is it, it did stupid or not? I don't know. So what was it about? What is it? A 30 seconds, 45 seconds 30, spot? 30 second spot. Yeah. So what, that was probably what? At least 5 million? 5 million, I think. Yeah. Okay. So they, so he put 5 million down. And I'm got, just giving it for free. Exactly. And he, <laughs> he's still talking about it. So it did his job. Uh, I guess there. so. Um, I like the one. It was, it was funny. They, and this one progressed. This one had a, like a skip to storyline to storyline and or had an arc going was the Alexa with Michael B. Jordan oh, yeah. and the wife and the husband where the wife was, I couldn't tell if she was hallucinating or if he was really like, obviously for production's sake, he was really standing there. Right. Yeah. But for the husband, could the husband see Michael B. Jordan is I my think question. So. I think so. Well, I asked you too, <laughs> why were his eyes so blue? Like, I totally missed that. That's all I could focus on is his eyes were like a really lighter, dark shade of blue, whatever it was. And I'm like, I like. I'm totally missing what this commercial is about. I'm just staring at those eyes. Is it because, like, when you talk to Alexa, it lights up and like maybe his yep. eyes are? Maybe. You just got it. You got maybe it's it. the little, yeah, the because little the blue ring. thing that that spins around when you ask Alexa that was a question or do so. Good call. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. Joey, so about yeah. you check in. I know. Well, hold on. Were, oh, do you have a favorite Super Bowl commercial, Joe? Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, there was two of them. So I really like the. Uh, I think it was the the, the Shaggy commercial. With the yeah. with the Cheetos, Cheetos and Doritos, yes, Cheetos, yep, yeah. That that one was really good. Um, and obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that to drop. I got so hyped. I was like, I totally froze like a five year old. I was like, oh, I told I told everybody shut up in the room. I said, yo, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I was like, baby, right baby, all right, quiet. I was like, baby, <laughs> me and my wife, like, baby, baby, hold on. <laughs> it's Falcon Winter Soldier. Shit. Okay, I gotta see all the details, Easter eggs, because you know comic book movies. Comic book TV shows, comic book commercials, they drop in the Easter eggs that to the to the detail viewer, if you miss it, you're gonna rewind it back. And uh how many did people thought about rewinding back the, the John Cena commercial to win a million dollars? Did you stop oh. your stream and try to rewind and count no. up the bottles? Nope. No. I thought about nah. it, but I was like, nah. Oh, come on, you don't need a million bucks. You play I was like, NFL. nah, I'm good. <laughs> hey, but I'm this. hey, I'm a competitor though. <laughs> I, I felt I felt as a competition. <laughs> it was a competition brewing. That's funny because I went back and I saw Dew's uh, Mountain Dew's Twitter on that and just the re- they had at that point fifty seven thousand replies. Wow. To their tweet. Like I don't I've never seen genius. that many replies that on a was tweet. Genius ever. commercial. Yeah. So count that the bottles cool. as they came out of the trunk of the car mm-hmm. on a most people probably don't stream, so you can't rewind it. Like I almost did it because we streaming, but I'm like, I don't want to miss the game. Right. But I was like <laughs> I thought it was like mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man so if i could be you and you could be me for just one hour if you could find a way to get inside each other's mind 
Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is the big intro now. Hip-hop DJ. We got Sneakerhead, which I'm reading all this. I'm like, man, we, this is my brother from another mother right here. Gamer, getting into gaming and streaming as well. And then along with the Sneakerhead, sneakerhead the fashionista being in that world. So my man, Joey Franchise, welcome to the show. And so as in, in the essence of comic books that we know, tell us your origin story. Uh, just, you know. Spanish kid from Connecticut, uh, grew up loving sports, grew up loving music, uh, realized that, you know, I wasn't going to make it to the NBA by the time I was like in high school. Cause I didn't grow. I was about like five, what, five, five, <laughs> five, five, four, something wrong. Right. So I was like, all right, I need to, I need to come up with a plan B. So music has always been my passion. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it was, it, I was, it was eclectic. I grew up in an eclectic household. So mm-hmm. I, you know, all, all types of music. Uh, was around me and um, I couldn't write music. The only thing I could really play was, you know, turntables uh, just because I had, a, you know, already a knowledge of, you know, how to play certain certain records and how to cater to certain crowds at a young age. Right. Um, after that, you know, going into college, I'm like, you know, how do I utilize this? How do I make a career out of it? How do I, you know, take the next level? What's the next step after this? You know, mm-hmm. I was really confused at, at, you know, at that time. And, you know, my sister, really kind of put that battery in my back and said, Hey, you know, you should reach out to somebody, you know, from the, from your, from our local radio station. And during my prom, <laughs> I remember talking to uh, one of the guys that was, uh, he, he did middays at right. our old station and, you know, he's DJing my prom and I literally legit left my prom date oh. to like have a conversation <laughs> with him when he was, when, when he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't on his set yet. So we're, he, I'm just picking his brain, talking to him. Uh, fast forward, you know, I go to college uh, out in, in Springfield, Mass at uh, American International. Uh, I link up with a guy who was affiliated with the station as well that he connected me with, uh, did some college radio. And that led to me doing uh, uh, being on the promo team uh, for my local radio station and yeah, eventually like the kind of building started. up the resume to the point where I got on, you know, uh, afternoon show as a producer to a morning show host. Uh, and it led me here to Florida uh, I've been here for five years, mm. so um, I could say it's, it's it's a blessing. It's a dream come true. 
Um, it's almost like God draft night, you know? I think when I got that call to come down here to Florida, cause I, I wasn't really full-time already. I was really just grinding it out. I was mm -hmm. DJing, um, you know, clubs. I was doing uh, I, I DJ for UConn Huskies basketball and football for damn, like five years or so nice. um, in that process of me being in Connecticut. And, you know, I made this move. I got this phone call say, Hey, we want to offer you full-time here down in Tampa. And, you know, I, I hit the ground running and, you know, I took that opportunity. Okay. That's, that's outstanding. Uh, so you were up in Connecticut. So how was it? I don't know if you ever uh, bumped shoulders with him, but Gino, Gino Armorama or was it? Oriyama. Oriyama, the head coach for the UConn ladies team. Did you ever come across him? And then, you know, yeah. Did he, did he say, hey, hey, yo, hey, DJ, hey, hey, Joey, can you play this? Did you ever do one of those? <laughs> <laughs> and he never came up to me to ask, to like request anything. But right. A lot of the girls did. So like right. Rihanna Stewart, I knew, um, Kia Nurse, they would always like, mm -hmm. Kia Nurse was a big Rihanna fan. So I made sure I had Rihanna in my sets yeah. uh, whenever they were practicing or, or you know, pregame stuff. Um, that I forgot the assistant head coach at the time, uh -huh. uh, but she was a huge fan of me too. She would always come up and, and show love and say, Hey, you know, you rock it, like, you know, throw the, you know, if you could throw this in, throw this in, like, so, you know, they were really into it. And I, and I had a great relationship with a lot of the staff there. I met Gino a few times too. Gino's a great guy, man. Yeah. Uh, really stand up guy, real humble dude. Um, but man, when you see him on their court and you see him with the girls at practice, like yeah. them girls, they don't like they don't play against other girls during practice. They play dudes. They they play the practice wow. squad from, from the, the, the men's, men's team. team. Okay. Like I like that. It's 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 insane. Like and these girls are and they are bullying these dudes. So <laughs> that's what I it was, I, <laughs> it was I love surreal, it. <laughs> it was surreal to watch. Oh man, wow. That's that's awesome right there. Yeah, so, I, I see him do, do interviews and yeah, he don't sugarcoat nothing. No. And he no. tell it like it is. He like no. I know I just saw something recently. Um, an interview where the reporter asked him about, you know, it was either a loss or, you know, what his team, a player should do in a certain situation. And the way I can't remember verbatim, I'll just say, he said, he said what was on his mind and how he would coach that player up in that situation. And right. he didn't, like I said, he did not sugarcoat it. And it was like, okay, yeah, straight to the point. I get yeah. you. I get you. Yeah. So gaming, Joey, you're now on Twitch as we've talked about a little bit. What kind of first got you into that? Are you a PC console kind of guy? You do both. What's your story when it comes to gaming? Uh, when it comes to gaming, uh, I mean, I, I've always been a fan of video games since a kid. And, and now to see the industry flourish mm -hmm. uh, pretty much day by day at this point, yeah. uh, I figured it's something that uh, gives me another platform and to kind of showcase not only, you know, my knowledge of what I know from the music end of things and comic book movie stuff, um, but also my knowledge of actually, you know, video games. I'm a big NBA 2K guy, uh, love playing Madden. Um, I'm, a, I'm a PS5, I'm a PlayStation guy. So I, I went, I was Xbox, you know, and then I went back to PlayStation. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the PS5 right now, rocking all that. And uh, I eventually want to get into a PC because I've talked to a lot of friends um, who are big gamers. Uh, shout out to Larry 2K mm -hmm. uh, from Cavs Legion from the 2K League. Uh, also, I was talking to, uh, did an interview a little while ago with Lil Yachty, and he was just kind of breaking down to me like, hey, you need to switch over to PC like now. Like, you can do so <laughs> much with it. Like, yeah, stop was, playing around, get off the council. He's like, I don't do that no more. Be a, uh, well, I, I, this is a word I'm, I'm, I'm coining now. Be game lingual. Game lingual. Like bilingual? Okay. Game lingual. That okay. means play everything. I play game Switch. Lingual. I play both consoles. I have a PC now. I have a gaming PC now. It uh because it's a thing. I don't know if you've been into like the like the actual cons, the uh, video game cons, like E3 or Dreamhack. 
and the guys I, and, the, and the guys and the ladies that play PC, man, they they actually have a phrase called the PC master race. Just so you know, if you haven't heard that, they is real about their PC. I haven't heard that. I I heard that. I was like, <laughs> hold on. Why y'all gotta bring conflict into gaming, man? Come on, keep it, can you keep it, keep it fun, keep it fresh. They that now, P, man. P, we it's way better on PC. It's faster graphics, which I agree with. Yeah. But console is console. You know, Xbox, PlayStation. So my wow. journey, similar to yours, I was a PlayStation guy. You know, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. And then one of my brothers from high school, or from college, actually not far from where you grew up. Uh, he was actually from Waterbury, Connecticut. Uh, went to Waterbury oh, High School. He went to Nebraska with me. Played linebacker, Tony Ortiz. So one year, you know, I'm in I'm in the league. I'm at Green Bay. We uh, just missed the playoffs by a couple games. And I do this. I go to Super Bowl. I do this X, this Microsoft event. They give me this the new X, the first Xbox, the big one. And to me, you know, I'm PlayStation. I'm like, all right, thanks, P. I appreciate it. Thanks for you. Thank you for this new Xbox. But I'm a PlayStation guy, so I go home, playing on this play. I'm playing on my PlayStation as usual, Hitman and Grand Theft Auto. And then finally, my boy hit me up. Hey, G man, what's up? Because we were the ones that would go back and forth in college on Tekken. He would beat me up all the time, and he goes. Hey man, you heard about the new Xbox? Have you copped it yet? I'm like, no. Nah. I'm like, actually, I got a box here from an event I did back a couple months. He said, dude, open it, check it out. I'm like, all right, it's my boy from school. He's a gamer too, so if he's saying check it out, I'm gonna check it out. So I opened that box. I I I didn't went to the dark side as they say at that time. I was an oh. Xbox guy. It was Halo that got me, that sucked me in. Halo One played the campaign. It was the first and only shooter that I'm pretty good at today, and that's what got me over. So kind of similar to your play, PlayStation story, how it got you, you know, from Xbox to switching over. So I just wanted to got that nice little relation there. Well, my whole thing is, is like gaming on a console. I got my controller. I'm so used to that. That's really all I've ever done. I got friends that game on the PC. I don't know if I could ever get used to playing on a keyboard and hitting the different buttons. And I just, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Ben. I think that sounds confusing. Same. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a it's a retraining of the brain. Um, some games are easier than others. Like I've been with my team, I've been going in some League of Legends, and that one's a little bit easier to play keyboard and mouse. But then when you go on from shooter to sh- like I'm a shooter and controller guy, so Call of Duty, a uh, Halo, uh, Overwatch. But then I'm going keyboard and mouse in those same games. Oh my god, it's like I'm trying to learn how to ride a bike again. That's like this ain't this ain't working. I'm I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting murked. I'm like I'm not my KDA is negative. A team, I'm me bail out. I'm not helping y'all, right? They started calling you target practice. They called me they? target practice, dog. Mm. On a Golden Eye when Golden Eye came out way back in the day. My boy Tony, Damn. another couple of my teammates were, were murking me. I was TP. I was target practice. So I got over that though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing, like I said, we brother, like we 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 brother from another mother right here. So sneakerhead life. I know this. You know it very well. So what your what is your favorite pair of sneaks out there? And what is the dream pair that you look into the cop one day? That's actually a really good question because I have so many. Like, um, I know I'm a big Nike SB guy. Uh, I was in college and, you know, now the hype is is real with the with the Nike SBs these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to say, like, my favorite sneaker to rock right now um, are the Travis Scott ones the jordan one the, yep. the travis scott jordan ones exactly the low top ones yep. 
Um, I, I just feel like they're so clean, like the low tops, like, you know, I kind of have, you know, my jeans riding hot, you know, a little high water kind of action on the leg, you know, you got to show, show the shoe. socks a little bit, got to show the so shoe. It, it's just a clean look. Yeah. Show the shoe. Um, so that right now is like my favorite, like day to day shoe to rock. Um, any, like, and because I'm a big Jordan one silhouette guy, any Jordan one mm. silhouette is one of my, is my favorite. Uh, pretty much, well, because it, it's it's one of those sneakers that you can beat up and it still looks good, almost like a Converse All Star. Yeah, sure. I'll so get that rustic. I would say going. so. So my favorite right now, yeah, my favorite one right now, Travis Scott one lows. Um, but my, you know, obviously the dream shoe I think is a a lot of you know people's mind, especially after watching Back to the Future, the Nike Air Mag, with oh. the, you know, with the auto lacing. So <laughs> it's hard to like not put that in your dream shoe category because it's such an iconic shoe y'all know what he's talking about right oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yes indeed yeah. and but it's a that's a mortgage to buy <laughs> how much are those going for <laughs> oh yeah that's a mortgage as a college uh, that, that, that's my that's my my daughter's uh college fund right there oh man <laughs> it's a lot of money john <laughs> you, could, money. you could check it out on google it you'll I'm find go- it out I'm here i'll see yeah. all right so you kind of nailed it already you kind of said what brand you said the AJ, so Nike, so Nike is your 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 brand that you usually rock with. I mean, is what you yeah, saying. and occasionally occasionally Adidas. I, I like Nike mm. more Nike than Adidas, but I do rock Adidas. I do rock New Balance. Mm-hmm. Um, New Balance is actually like low key one of my you know. Yes, they are. Like if I need comfort, I'm, I'm walking around all day. I'm standing around all day. I'm rocking New Balance. Yeah, and how they, about the uh, how about the uh, Steph Curry's with Under Armour? Are you a fan of those? Yo, actually, it's funny because I was just at the Under Armour outlet and I looked at the shoe yesterday mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, it's not a bad shoe. And honestly, I want to get back into playing ball again, like, you know, recreationally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, and that's actually a shoe I wouldn't mind rocking to to just ball in. Your Geek Culture Congress podcast that you do with your guy there, which is, um, like I said, again, right up my alley, talking comic books, you know, explaining uh, story arcs of different comic book lines. So, you know, uh, how big of the comic book world is it for yourself? For me lately, uh, I've, I've been sporadically trying to dive in uh, some House of M stuff mm. um, for X-Men. That's as of right now, just because like my schedule is so crazy. So I, every time I get a chance, we have a really nice uh, comic book shop called Emerald City out here oh. in Clearwater. So if you're ever in Florida, definitely pull up on it. They, It's like a warehouse. It's a... A, a nerd's dream like it's my like yes. it's like my dream house <laughs> like everything that i need in there like from uh from all this you know memorabilia like all the all the crazy toys um but yeah house of m is what i've kind of been diving into a little bit especially with like wandavision and stuff like that happening um but like yeah it just that and mostly spider-man i love spider-man comics i love batman comics and um actually i just uh i've been reading some more like joker standalone mm. comics as well yeah they've done a good job dc universe is trying to bounce back in my opinion but they've done a good job with some of the stories like joker from the movie to the book transfer it over ben. yeah so have comic books always been like a big part of your life joey or is that something that you've recently gotten into because i've always thought like comic books haven't been a big big part of my life but i've had friends that are like that's their thing but that started at such a young age like i've jumped into marvel Thanks to the movies. And then I've gone back and I've read through the comic books just so I can kind of have a better uh, backstory or origin story, if you will, going into those movies. But have comic books always been your thing, part of your life? 
Yeah. Uh, even like, <clears throat> you know, when I'm being a kid and, and watching my dad get the newspaper, like I had him give me the comic section all the time. <laughs> um, and I would specifically look for the Spider-Man comic book. I forgot what uh, newspaper had the Spider-Man comic book specifically uh, in the paper. Um, they actually had the strips. But uh, ever since then, like my, I would always go with my dad. My dad was, uh, you know, big and going to this one spot in Connecticut. Um and they had a crazy, like, he just cop his, like, he, he's into horse racing. So he'd cop all his, like, horse racing uh, forms and, and magazines and things like that. And they'd have this crazy comic book selection. So every time he was going, I knew I was going to get a comic that day. Because, you know, he would always ask me, hey, what do you want? And I'm always selecting, you know, X-Men comics, Spider-Man, yeah. uh, anything Batman. So um, I, I, be, I, was, I was really invested at, at a young age. And, and you know, just seeing now how big that culture is yeah. and you know how it's you know transcending into these movies and, and these great story arcs that we're seeing visually um man it's just it's just so awesome man. and I'm, I'm just happy to like you know be super invested uh at that young age yeah you'll appreciate yeah. this story then um so when i was a kid my buddy and i uh my, one of my neighbors um in her basement she's an older woman but she had like all the stuff from her kids right in the basement and we were like, hey, can we go look at the stuff? She's like, sure, go ahead. So we're in this, uh, my neighbor's basement. We're looking through stuff. We find boxes of comic books. And my buddy was a bigger comic book guy than I was. I was more into baseball cards and stuff. And we find Spider-Man number two. And he's like, hey, this is a like the number two Spider-Man. This is a big deal. We find like one of the first X-Men comics too. Yeah. We tell her about it, but it's just so cool to be like, there's a Spider-Man number two. So kind of like when you talk about your your dream pair of sneakers, is there like a dream comic? that you have that you'd be like, man, that'd be great just to, just to have, just to look at. Yeah, actually it, it was the, uh, was it amazing Spider-Man, amazing fantasy number 15 with, uh, you know, the, the first appearance of Spider-Man that iconic him, you know, yep. just holding on to the guy and swinging from the building. Uh, I think that would be mine. I, and like, I would, I want to eventually, I mean, I know that's a, that's kind of up there with the, uh, <laughs> the air mag kind of price yeah. <laughs> range for the Nikes. Um, but yeah, that's honestly one of those comics that I would definitely love to have and just, you know, store away somewhere and just, you know, have a perfect, like a great memorabilia piece. Yeah. Also, not only that, just also like the first appearance of Batman, anything like first appearance. And I know those are like the really expensive one, but I'm, yeah. you know, I'm very uh, expensive taste kind of guy anyways. Yeah. In some <laughs> so, areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, those two, I would love to have some, some, some days, some, someday. Yeah, man, you definitely speaking my language there in the DC universe. I'm a, I'm a Batman guy. I have Batman tattoo on my left leg here. Uh, it was 1989 that basically solidified my Batman follower. Being a Batman follower, it was when night um, the Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Kim Basinger. When that dropped, I was 12 years old. Went to the movie by myself, and I was like, I was already watching Adam West. And the old TV series from the '60s, I was always watching. Always watching that all the time, Saturday mornings or after school. And when that movie hit, it was done. I was like, Batman for life. He he doesn't, yeah. you know, he's human. He takes a hit. He take he gets up. He he beats you up. He works out, and he's and he just had that demeanor about him. He's always cool, calm, collective. You know, as they say, he's the greatest detective in the world. And that was like for me, what basically took it home was the fact that he was not a huge basically human among all the superheroes that's part of the justice league that are in there like uh i say well, like tony similar to tony stark in the in marvel universe he's the one human there that is doing extraordinary things because one 
he has a lot of money. Yeah, and he and he has and he can do that. He can fight crime and and uh, and I say just dodge death from time to time dealing with the villains out there, Ben. Yeah, and uh, John uh, or John Armand, whoever brought up the name of that podcast, you're involved with Geek Culture Congress. So, give us kind of a feel, little taste of what that's all about. Because with a title like Geek Culture Congress, you guys and gals could be touching on a lot of topics with that kind of a title. Oh, bro, and and we do, and it's and it's dope <laughs> that we have. Uh, the group of guys that we have. So shout out to uh, Speedy, who's on the uh, who's on the podcast with us. Also Tarek. They're just uh, you know, they, we all have our own. Our, our, we all have our niche, mm-hmm. and I think with mine, it's it's more focused on like a lot of DC, Marvel, uh, w- from the comics and understanding the uh, you know some of the Easter eggs that we see mm-hmm. in the movies and TV shows that pay homage to those you know to those story arcs in the comics. Um, and you got you know guys like Speedy who's you know, he's into like magic cars and, you know, he's talking about, you know, I mean, it's, it's so, it's so broad and Dungeon, there's no D&D limit to, too, right? to, to what we talk about at this point. Was he talking a little and, bit about that? And we that. learned a lot so much from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like us. We come from so many different backgrounds. We all have our different interests and stuff. Yeah. We learned so much about each other every episode, but I think mine, you were bringing up, you guys touch on D and D too during that podcast. Is that somebody's main focus? They love that. I think that was speedy. Right. Yeah, speedy. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so pop. You know, doing our homework on you, and we talking about your last episode on a uh, geek culture congress. Y'all breaking down episode five, WandaVision. Now we on the Gamers Ooh. Lounge. We've talked about. We gonna probably eventually just do a whole episode <laughs> it's on like, like a the month. whole season of yeah. WandaVision. Ever since it started, we because just all the east, all the Easter eggs, all the innuendos, all the possibles, and the what ifs. Um, that's going on in uh, every episode, even back with Mandalorian too, yeah. when that dropped. So, episode five, kind of listening in a little bit, uh, breaking down that WandaVision. So, you and Speedy had a good time there, eh? Oh, uh, amazing, man! I think this is by far the uh, craziest episode we've seen so. So, I feel like we're saying that every week. Like, this is the craziest yes. episode I've seen. Yeah. Um, but but this one, this one shocked everybody, especially if you've. You know, we're a fan of Marvel movies prior to the MCU or when Fox didn't have, well, when Fox didn't give up the rights to mm-hmm. Marvel Studios yep. for their projects. So that all ties the thing. I don't want to spoil too much for, you know, for, for the viewers that haven't, you know, seen it yet. But I'm telling you, everything is about to be connected and we're about to really find out in the coming episodes. Yeah, I was really worried when this whole thing started because the first episode, even into the second episode, it was a little slow going here to sort of start to wrap my mind about around what was going to happen throughout this series, but it has really picked up in yeah. a hurry. I really, I really like it. Now I was like with Ben, I was like, okay, what are we doing? Let's, let's get this going. Gave it time. Gave, and then yeah. they start connecting the dots a little bit more. And you're right, man. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's fun to see this thing keep going. And I, I was just so excited when I was listening to your podcast. I'm like, Oh, cool. Somebody else is talking about this. This is awesome. I get to hear what other people have to say about it. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah. So, Joey, you mentioned, you know, so between WandaVision and uh, connecting it out there is that, that uh, Marvel Universe or Marvel Studios is doing. So from post game for a post in game to now, how do you like how Marvel Studios put all that together? Because we know DC in my, you know, even though I'm a DC guy, I'm like, they kind of dropped the ball on bringing yep. Justice League and the storyline behind all the characters behind that. So how do you like how Marvel Studios has done it post-Endgame? 
so far, I think they've done a really good job. I was really kind of, you know, worried in a sense, you know, I, I say that with a very, you know, grain of salt yeah. Uh, yeah. that, you know, I trust them at this point to kind of handle these, you know, life after Iron Man and, and uh, mm-hmm. Captain America. But I mean, I heard they're bringing Captain America back now. So, you know, <laughs> right. Who knows? Like now, like the writing, it like the, there's no limit to what they can write right now. And I love it because they've made these characters believable to the point where like, you know, I feel like an Iron Man can exist. Oh, there's probably really a Thanos up in up in the cosmos <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, they wrote the story so good that it's, it's, it's believable. So now it's I think they're about to flip the script and really just get real comic booky and, and just tell some really great stories. And I think WandaVision was the good uh, you know, act. The, the, the trial for everybody to kind of get, you know, all right, this is what we're doing. We're yeah. creating this weird anomaly where she just rewrites her own world pretty much in this, in this little town. And we're just, you know, along with the characters in the show are figuring it out as we go. Um, yeah. So it, it's just, it's just great storytelling. I, I think Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios uh, really got a good grip on yeah. on what they're doing, and at this point, I mean, shut up and take my money. Exactly, that's <laughs> what I did. Take it. Yeah, here's my wallet. Yeah, boom. Take it. I will say ben. something yeah. too is that I feel like the advent of all these new streaming platforms have really, you know, helped shows like WandaVision and eventually the Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier series come to life. Because where else would have this stuff aired? they're not going to do this in prime time on an ABC, CBS, whatever. So thank goodness for the advent of these streaming platforms. Otherwise, we may not get this. And I say one of the very few good things from 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Where you you were you had to stay home. You had to figure out what to do at home or work from home. You had to do all these other things. And that was one thing. Like I say, one little silver lining of 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 happiness. Yeah. For all the people that watch TV, if it's comic book movies or not, Mm -hmm. watch TVs and movies that where it's populated everywhere. Right. You know, in the I just world. wish that we would that that we would get more episodes. Like WandaVision's nine. The Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier is only gonna be six episodes. Like, is that because they have so many spin off series with these different characters? They want to, you know, allow themselves enough time to work on them or whatever it may be? I don't know. Hmm. Great question. Yeah, what no, I, I totally I, I think that's really what it is because you know, they made their announcement at their uh, investors meeting which is really dope what they do is they show all the fans what, what they got cooking up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, all the Disney plus shows that they've announced that are going to be in the next two years. Uh, it's, it's wild. So it's dope. And the fact that this year we're literally getting a Marvel content every Friday, pretty much. I think there's going to be a, a week where there's going to be a gap uh, between yes. WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we're pretty much getting Marvel content every week. So I mean, and it's just going to keep rolling into the next episode. So after Winter, after Falcon Winter Soldier, we're going to get Loki. After Loki, it's yep. going to be, I think, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And it's just, let's just keep going on. And then you got the movies that come in, you know, Dude. when we get back into theaters <laughs> that just pop up. So you're right, beautiful. man. I'm That's a kid good. in the candy store right now. <laughs> I'm right behind you. Yeah. No, you're Taking right. Taking the lollipops and everything. I like it the way you set that up because it's going to be, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of disappointed that we don't get more. And I'm with you. We don't get more. But at least they're giving us a taste like every yeah. month and two months yeah. you got something new and the next one's on the line. That's that's fantastic. I actually like the way that you have to wait for episodes because No, I don't like because, that. Don't I like it because otherwise you just uh, you binge watch the whole thing and then you're like, Well now 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 mm-hmm. what do I do? 
But isn't that the point Take of streaming? One day. But isn't that the point of streaming platforms to give me that option? Yeah, but but, but this if is... I'm not self disciplined enough to space <laughs> yeah, it out. But like in a year from now, go ahead and binge watch no. whatever. Yeah. Joe, well, yeah, if you if you binge watched it, then it's like, all right, well, there's nothing else I like on Disney Plus. Let me cancel my subscription now and wait till the next uh, series pops up. So it's really just it's smart. keeping you uh, and they get a, They get a whole yeah. week of, of Geek Culture Congress talking about it, too. I mean, that's, well, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fair, but they're the only streaming platform doing that, unless I'm wrong. Netflix, every new series, you get everything at once. What? HBO Max, same way. Yeah, It's Disney, though. What no, do we know about Disney. Disney? Just think about it. They're all over the world. They know the, the, the mm-hmm. demographic they go after, which is young young kids. And then the kids go after the mama that can I have this? Can I have I that? love it. Just I like, was that kid. Yeah. I love yeah. I, so just they know like, what they're doing. Just like Amazon, uh Prime Video made us wait for the boys every week. Yeah. Like I'm 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 okay. I, okay. I like I kinda like it. I kinda like it. I see your point, but I kinda like it. Right. Inside the uh Twitch chat, shout out to Big B fifty five thirty five. I know oh, you know regular. him. He's a regular. You know that guy, but he's really excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's loving WandaVision as well. Hoodie Ninja yeah. Q2, she likes, or he, I don't know if he or she, but they like to build it up and watch them all at once. Oh, okay. They're kind of like, they're with me on this. So they're waiting it out. They're waiting until they are. Usual suspects in the Twitch chat there. Mm -hmm. But now if you gave it all to them at once, they'd be happy like me. But I'm with Joey here. (laughs) Okay. You got to take your time. So we're going to switch gears. Last few questions here from my man, Joey. So, man, you a DJ, okay? DJ. I know what that means. Ben and John know what that means. You know, so you worked along with the likes of, you know, K-Dot, my man K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar. I grew up in Los Angeles. He was down in Compton. He wasn't far away. Uh, Big Sean, Detroit native, uh, J. Cole, and then uh, Machine Gun Kelly. So uh, who, what was it like dealing with any, any one of those? And you got any stories to tell, fun stories that you can share? PG stories. PG stories. here on the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> um i, I we, well yeah they're pg stories there's nothing there's nothing too crazy I, i've opened up and, and dj'd a lot of these guys uh album release parties mm-hmm. uh you know station events that we did where we had like you know listeners come in and, and get a you yeah. know preview of the album um but man i, I gotta say uh, k dot probably very humble dude man i nothing bad to say about that dude like you know he's a legend he's a young legend can't mm-hmm. wait for him to drop another project uh his team's solid too man shout out to punch um man uh, for big i think out of all those guys i want to say you know working with all, everybody equally is you know it's great you know mm-hmm. they're, they're great interviews uh, i've done I, great times you know hanging out with them kind of showing them around you know when i was in connecticut it's hard for everybody to come down here now for, in, in florida because right. you know it's kind of like the, connecticut was so, was next to new york so all the all the business was in new york all the you know the pizzazz the razzle yeah. dazzle it was new york or la so uh anyway so i think one of the probably the most humble dudes i know is is big sean and i think uh sean over the years, man, we every every time we we get to connect, it's it's always you know it's always legendary. Um, very spiritual dude. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had moments where we just like kind of broed out and you know shared stories, and he's talked to me about you know like mental health and things like that, and just you know just he's a very positive mm-hmm. guy who's really like knows how to take in like knows how to balance his fame, but also knows how to be himself at the same time yeah. and knows not to lose himself. 
And I've learned that not only through like conversations with him, but also when you hear the progression in the music. Right. Um, also, same thing with Machine Gun Kelly. It's always love. Actually, there is crazy stories with Machine Gun Kelly. We're <laughs> uh, probably unadulterated for, for the channel. But um, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly is always a, he's a party animal, man. He's a he's a he's a party guy. Um, we've hung out, done. We actually did a show out here about about a year year or so ago, um, in in St. Pete. And uh, man, that was that was one hell of a night, man. Just just kind of kicking with him. <laughs> I remember we just and he just walks the street like nothing like regular. Like right. people, this tall ass skinny kid just like walking the streets. <laughs> and we're like, yo, Joe, let's get some pizza. And you know, it's 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 wild. And he's got a flock of like you know chicks like following him around. It's 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 a wild time with this guy. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So that, then I'm going to piggyback that onto this question here. So being a DJ also, what was that one venue? Obviously, so you just shared like who you've already done sets with and done interviews with in terms of the actual artists. So what was that one venue that you was like, man, I'm here. I'm DJing this place. What was that place for you when you had the opportunity to do it? Man, um... That's so crazy. It's, it's a really good question because I've actually traveled all over, um, all over the U.S. And I, I want to say um, being able to rock at the Hard Rock in Chicago. I think that was probably one of the best venues. Um, I got to tell you, actually, any of the Hard Rocks. I did a Hard Rock in Chicago, mm. Hard Rock in New Orleans. Um, and I, I want to say those two were like, really epic shows that we did uh when i used to dj for chris webby we were on tour with uh uh tech nine so you know we got to see a lot of you know really fire venues uh the Fillmore, also another epic venue historic Um, yeah it's 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 a really good question it's it's really hard to choose but i would have to say probably Fillmore, um uh, the hard rock and yeah I think yeah, that's 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 those are some epic uh, epic shows. Right, okay. That's dope right there. So, Sweet. do you have a dream venue then, or a dream event that you want to be a part of and DJ at? A venue, wow. So, listen, I love like I love concerts, and I love watching, um, you know, guys like Jay Z and you know, like a Drake or whoever, and then they give their DJ. For yeah. I love the acts that had let their DJ like. They take a break mm-hmm. and let the DJ just rock, rock the party. Shout out to my man, DJ Sus One. Great example. Mm-hmm. You know, DJ from Mariah Carey. Uh, you know, Mariah Carey will take a break and he's just doing his thing on a set. And you're just hearing the stadium just lose it, singing it word for word. Um, I, for me, that venue would be Master Square Bar. Okay. Ooh. So if I had the opportunity to really yeah. kind of yeah. showcase. That's fire. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's where know, I would want to do it. I mean, right? Because you know you've made oh, yeah. it if you've done it in New York City, especially Madison Square Garden. You know you've arrived. You've done it. Yeah, that's that's special. Yeah, yeah I've, I haven't been to MSG. I've been mm-hmm. by it a few times, but yeah, I could feel that you know on different levels. For me, walking into Lambeau for the first time, and I wasn't a Packer yet. I was a Seahawk. It was my second year in the league in 1999, mm-hmm. and I knew that whole like I had. It was the sixth game of the season in the 99 season. And that was the game. That was the only game that really got me pumped up. I wasn't starting. I was a special teamer. I did kickoff return and punt return, punt coverage, kickoff coverage. I wasn't running the ball yet. 
but I knew being a sport, being a sports fan, what Lambeau Field meant to being a football player and being a sports fan, just like Yankee mm-hmm. Stadium means to being a sports fan or being a baseball player. What that stadium means to that co- that world, it was like. So when I walked out the tunnel and then got on the field, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got to play good football, you know? Yeah. It's like, is it come out here and ball? Let's yeah. have some fun. <laughs> Let's do this, you know? It's just one of them moments, like you said, when you said MSG, I could just see your face like. MSG, yeah, because you know, you get your turntable set up, you gonna yeah. make it. You gonna make it lit out there. And and it's still because you know DJing for UConn. You know, I was already accustomed to DJing mm-hmm. in in a stadium setting. So man, and you can even go to my uh, like my Instagram at uh, Joey Franchise. I posted a throwback Thursday of me. You know, at the uh, XL Center in Connecticut for the UConn women's game sold out and I'm playing, you know, uh, living on a prayer mm. and just, you know, I, I cut the music off, let the crowd sing it. And just that energy, like, I, like, as you, I can't explain it. It's like yeah. butterflies. It's hard to explain. Yes. Know what you're talking about. Yeah. Know what you're talking about. So, uh, wrap up this real quick, the question. And so what's up next for you, man, in 2021 and beyond what's what you got on the slate? If anything, because I know with COVID, that's kind of, you know, halting a lot of planning of events and things of that nature. But if it's anything that you got going, what is it? Uh, Listen, man, content, content, content. And I think it's key, uh, especially, uh, you know, since last year, it's been like the key to my, like the future, Mm -hmm. like having enough content to kind of put out a lot of good stuff. And I want to really highlight a lot of my interests, like I really enjoy the radio and I think radio is a nice little window for me to kind of, you know, take the, the clout, the, uh, you know, the fame of whatever I have, I've had through radio and, and kind of apply it to all these different outlets. Um, you know, so streaming more videos, playing my video games, uh, talking to my podcast, talk about, um, you know, WandaVision, Marvel, DC comics, you name mm-hmm. it. Um, so it's just really kind of broadening the brand and, and really diving in and creating all this, you know, great content, like, like you guys have right here with this channel. This is, this is a great channel and you give, you got a platform, uh, and, and I'm one of those guys that's fortunate to kind of be on here, uh, you know, with a, with a legendary, you know, player, yeah, appreciate uh, it. talking, you know, talking, you know, these talking this talk, you know, and so that's really my next wave, uh, is just really to kind of dive into the streaming world. And and which really showcase and kind of let my personality out more to the world and to a broader audience. Um, obviously, I've been uh, I interview a lot of artists. Um, I post them a lot on my Instagram on my YouTube page. Um, you know, I talk to new artists, established artists. So we're just trying to you know pump as much content out as possible. Exactly, that's what we hear from our uh, one of our head guys, Drew. You gotta get out more content. You gotta make it happen. You gotta make it happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, so in the in the in the words of more content, we have our next segment coming up. John, want to take us there? This or that? Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you their fearless guide to this fascinating world. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. This or that. All right, so we got some questions, some fun stuff, Joey. Uh, my man John's going to lead it mm. and uh, just listen in and give us your feedback. As always, from the mind of Amon Green, it's this <laughs> or that. So you got to choose either this or that. It's pretty simple. Here we go. Uh, only uh, wa- allowed to wash your hair once a year or be forced to wear socks for the rest of your life. So this or that. Only get to wash your hair once a year or you have to wear socks, like just all time, like for the rest of your life. Like never take them off. You're going swimming. Everything. Oh, oh geez. Take, take a, a shower. shower. Take a shower. Damn. Hoop. Hoop. Whatever socks you do, only. socks is always on. Socks. Socks only, or just like Damn. do no, I have shoes? You wear on? shoes. No, you you got clothes on. Just you, you can no wear matter shoes? what, the socks stay on. But you can wear shoes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Exactly. All right. Good. What I'm saying, your socks stay. Can on. Can you change the socks? No. No, you don't. Oh, so they're going to wear down and get all ratty. Yeah. You got to wear down. So either way, I'm. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, I'm smelling. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Man, I think I'm going to have to go. I'll start Uh, this. Or go ahead, Joey. No, um, I'd have to go with socks. I'm not a feet person, anyways. (laughs) I would do socks. I do socks with everything flip flops to socks, socks around the house, socks to bed. You do the thong flip flops where, where the sock is like up in your toe in the middle. Nah, nah, oh. nah, none of that thongs, nah, man. We don't wear the thong. We don't wear the thong joints. Okay, man. You know what though? You were one confident dude. If you if you're rocking socks with sandals, man, I'll give you credit on that. Especially right. in Florida, oh, all day. that's a Florida thing. You ain't gonna catch that up here in the northeast. Man, I mean the north uh, central up here. You okay. know what? I think I'm gonna have to go with only wash my hair once a year. Really? I, my my feet with socks on, I have a thing. I need a fresh pair of socks every day. Yeah. Just the crispness of either a brand new sock or when it comes out of the washer and dryer, I got to change my socks. I'm okay. sorry. Well, I'm about to say uh, wash my hair. I don't wash my hair that much anyway. Um, only when I take it down because I got braids. So when I take it down, get it braided up again. So can't wash it that much anyway. So I'm probably. I, I do Because it- I'm with you, Ben. My, think, my feet. Whoo. <sighs> A week, a week See, of not we, washing my socks. See, this is what no. we don't want to know. These are, these are things we don't want to know. Exactly. You don't want you don't want to be around me, yeah. man. So I cannot I, do that to people. That I'll be mean. I would take the socks, but I'm like, like sometimes though, you just want to take socks off. You're like, I'm done with the socks and my feet. Stop touching my feet. Right. Um, at least I am because I, guys, I haven't cut my hair for a year. It'll be a year on February 28th. Really? COVID started. I'm like, I'm not cutting my hair. Um, so it's been like a year. I could not imagine not washing this for a year it would be 
oh, I don't even know what would happen. It'd be, I wouldn't want to do that. Right. It'd I wouldn't want to yeah. Dangerous. Nice. Dangerous. You got silky smooth thing going on there too. Yeah, man. Right. It's silky smooth. Yeah, I kind of got that going on right now. Um, Pat right. Riley. <laughs> Pat Riley. This or that. It's exactly like Pat Riley. You're not Pat Riley. <laughs> Stop um, that now. Okay. This is. I love this one. Would you rather step on a snake or walk into a hornet's nest? Step on a snake hey. or walk into a hornet's nest. Who wants to start? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go snake. Cause you, I, I feel I got enough reaction time <laughs> when that thing I hear it hiss, then boom, I could bounce on my back, all right, uh, back up right. two, three feet real right. fast. You're a former NFL running back. I'm the average white dude <laughs> yeah. that's about 270 pounds. That snake is killing me. Uh, all right, I'm just being real. Which so you going hornet's nest? I'll do the hornet's nest. I'm sorry. Okay. You I'm not know. dying from a snake here. I'm not allergic to bees or wasps. Dang, oh, that's man. a good point because the snake could bam get you with one. And then you you could die if it's poisonous, but I you can I, suck it suck it out. How many stings? <laughs> suck that thing out. Get out of here with that! <laughs> what are you talking about? God. How many stings could you survive? Like, can hornets kill you? Yes. Yeah. I don't, yeah. But, I mean, but that's that only if you're allergic, or if you have like a thousand stings, would that good just question. really suck? That's a good, well, to be allergic, you for sure. Well, if you're allergic, you're dead with yeah, one maybe. But so I'm gonna go with hornets, even though like a thousand, like ugh, because I'd rather try to live. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. In in my mind, in my mind, I'm like a mon. I, you know, I, I feel like I have the reflexes of a cat and the speed of a mongoose. There you go. So I will step on a snake. Oh, wow. Boom. Okay. Stepping on the snake. All yep. right. There we go. This or that. Pictionary or hangman? Ooh. Game changer. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go first. Okay. I like the... the uh, the aspect of, of like drawing and having people trying to figure that out as opposed to like just thinking of a word. Right. Like I like that because everybody draws differently, right? So you're like, what the hell were you trying to draw? <laughs> exactly. so I, I like that aspect of Pictionary. I'll go with Pictionary. Okay. I think that Hangman is just so much easier to play, like wherever you are. Like sometimes if I'm, you know, uh, waiting at a table for my food to get there, I'm out to eat, whatever. I'll just flip over the menu and we'll draw a little Hangman. Yeah. yeah. Pictionary, I think, is kind of more difficult to do maybe. but Yeah, I get more ideas. Yeah. Joey, what you got? I think I'm going to go Hangman. I think there's a lot of cheat codes in Hangman. Mm-hmm. Like, if you keep messing up the word, you know, you can draw, like, a T-shirt oh. on the dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know what I mean? like, you can yeah. add you can add more things to your Hangman. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Hangman as well because I cannot draw. That's one talent I Same. did not grow up doing. Um, I'm kind of with you, Joey, there. Look, I know where my lane is, so I'm going to go Hangman. Stay in your lane. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, next, this or that is a soft bed or a hard bed? No in between. Ooh, I should have put in between mm. on here. <laughs> in between's the real answer. Oh, yeah, is it though? <laughs> I would have to say I'm gonna take this one first. I'll start. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hard bed. Okay, so I like a hard bed. I got a follow up question for you. Has that changed since yeah. you stopped taking the pounding on the gridiron? Because to me, I would think after taking the pounding on the gridiron, the aches and the pains, you may want a firmer bed. No, no. It's just I'm being okay. Being on them trips, you know, mm-hmm. we're traveling eight weekends for six months, and mm-hmm. this was for 12 years, and then college football, too, for three years. I got used to bad hotels, mm-hmm. to the beds. So I was like mm-hmm. soft, hard, medium or not. It's just like, all right. So it was like hard. 
it's kind of my preference, but it really yeah. doesn't matter. I'll, that's why I go. I could do. I could do a hard bed. I like a really soft one pillow bed. though. One pillow. I could only do one pillow. I can't do all the mountain of pillows. The hotels have way too many pillows. Yeah, way yeah. too many pillows. Yeah, I'll go with you there. But I like to soft bed in two pillows. Two. Yeah. Count them one, two. I'm gonna go soft bed, Joey. Uh, I think I'm gonna go soft, man. I, I'm that guy that can literally sleep anywhere. I can sleep on the floor and be straight. Um, but man, my girl got, I don't know what mattress my girl got us, but that thing is like a cloud. It's magical. I'm, I'm going to go, it changed my life. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, Uh, next list or that Doug or wild thornberries. We're talking cartoons. Yeah. Nickelodeon Nickelodeon cartoons. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. So what you got, Joey? We're going to start off with our guest here. Definitely. Definitely. Doug got to rock with my man. Quail man. There you go. I told you, man, this brother from another mother. Meet Doug too. Yeah, Doug, and he had a little dog. I can't remember the dog name, but he had his, his pooch with him. Doug all day, man. I'm gonna go Doug Funny as well, only because I literally had a high school classmate that looked exactly no like way. Doug Funny. Exactly, we <laughs> wow. gave him such grief. We called him Doug. It wasn't even the dude's name. Oh. Did he allow you to post his picture online? Can we see it? Ooh, are you good friends with him? him? I haven't talked to him since oh, we graduated. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'm gonna go with Doug. I'm gonna trust you guys here. A pork chop. Does that sound correct? Yes, that's a pork dog chop. Dog. Oh, pork, pork chop. chop, yes. And okay. patty mayonnaise. Patty yeah, mayonnaise. and that was his home grill. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> patty mayonnaise. That's the girl right there. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. That's my girl. That is so funny. Oh. Um, this or that, Resident Evil or Left for Dead? Mm. Oh, definitely Resident Evil, man. Ooh. Definitely Resident Evil. Are we talking video games or movies? Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Well, video no, games. No, yeah, it's video games. Game. Left for yeah. Dead uh, didn't even happen. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2 to be exact. Okay. Um, I'm Resident uh, Evil. If we, if we could choose a number. Right, right. Boom. Uh, Re- I'm, I'm with him, Resident Evil as Me well. Me too. Me too. I love, actually, the last one, Biohazard. That yeah. was a fun one. That was fire. Yeah, that was a fun one. I and it had the games. AR, too. I played the AR on PlayStation. Oh. That was, that messed you up, man. That <laughs> would mess you up. Uh, I'll go Resident Evil as well, guys. This or that, final this or that for today. Solo player game or a team-based game? Ooh, there's a lot of qualifiers there, Amon. There is. That's why I throw it up there. Who's on my team? <laughs> I s- if they can't hang, then I'm a solo single right, player. We got Joey thinking. He's thinking about it. He's I like team-based. You better make sure you have a yeah, squad. You, you just, yeah, the Rocket League, that's yeah, yeah. right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you love in Rocket League right now. Right. Yeah. Um, I would to say, for me, it's like a mood thing. If I'm in the mood... Then I'm a, I'm gonna jump on COD and hit my guys up, my usual yeah. or Halo. There's a few Halo guys that I play with, um, and then but then the, like my Sundays is that solo day game. Like I'll get into that um, trying to play Cyberpunk, trying to work through the glitches, or uh, Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. When I just want to grind it on my own, that's when I do one. I pick an RPG, so I'm like in between. So that's not yeah. the answer, but I'll go team based games. I'll go there. John Audius. Uh, team, team, team. Got it, Joey. I'm gonna go team because uh, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Warzone lately, and I've actually found a nice squad to really, you know, run around with. So that's I'll, the key. I'm right. I'm right with the team. Yeah. Find a good squad. Did you say something? Did you say yours then? Yeah. Oh, you said team. Well, I said it's so hard because I said I want a team, but I got to make sure my squad can hang. So right. If I cannot make sure I have a good squad with me, then I'm going single player. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you. So we got our open topics coming up. Joey, you got a little more, more time for us? Are you good? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, this is what I was going to bring up earlier. We got a cool – we down that uh, that shoe aisle again. 
We got Lego and Adidas. Ooh. Collabo. The only problem is, it's for the kiddos. It's not for us. They have kid mm. sizes only. They got shoes. They got gear. That's Lego-esque. And I'm, my little heart is broken. But what I'm going to do, what I thought what I thought about it before we went on live, I'm going to buy the baby sizes and put it in my uh, on my rearview mirror in my car. <laughs> Just hang. <laughs> hang it. But they got the Adidas X Lego Sport Junior shoes. They got a blue pair. They got a red pair. And for the Four. infant sizes, they got yellow. Um, prices from 80 bucks down to 52 um, to the infant sizes. I think it's a little pricey for an infant or a mom. Like, well, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my my daughter. There you go. Somebody in the house mm-hmm. could be copping. I sent yeah. that link. Can you see yeah. that link, Joey? Yeah, I seen it. It looks, it looks dope. Yeah, I, think I wish they would have made adult sizes. Right, that's what I'm saying too. When I saw eighty bucks, I said I'm about to cop it right now, and then it said <laughs> seven and a half. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a twelve. And Five a Y. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like no, no. And so for me this week, it's really cool because over in Japan, uh, Universal Studios has a Super Nintendo World. Now, it was supposed to open last week, but due to COVID, that has gotten pushed back and everything. Uh, But they have let people into the park, and they have filmed their experience, and they put it out online. So there's a bunch of really cool videos um, that I will post up on our social media channels after the podcast today. But one thing to keep in mind when you watch these videos Okay, when you're actually going through the park, you're going to be wearing glasses that is going to enhance everything. Kind of like, like a 3D, 3D glasses. Like a 3D glasses. Yeah, right. kind of like 3D glasses, if That's you will. Dope. But the uh, the uh, ride that they're talking about the most is called Koopa's Challenge, and it's kind of like the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. If I don't think any of us here hey. got that game, no, I got. But I want it. I want it so bad. You want yeah. it? <laughs> That's fun, man. It does. A red shell all day. Yeah, red shell. Boom. The there you that, go. Yeah, that's the heat-seeking one. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the uh, but the uh, main ride, the highlight ride, Koopa's Challenge, is a lot like that. It's a mixture of real-world obstacles and alternate reality gimmicks, which puts riders right in the middle of one of the series' iconic go-kart races on a much larger scale. So that's really cool. I'm going to send out those links at on uh, Twitter, Instagram, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. So that's what I really found cool this week. And we're, we have to take the podcast when to Japan, to Japan, to, that Dude. that park looks awesome, and that ride, like yeah. even Game what you, you can't see it, like you said through the glasses. There's a video there, uh, like a 20 minute YouTube video. That just looks fun. Yeah. Like how much fun is that, man? Yeah. We had to go to Japan to go do it. I'll be living out a childhood dream. <laughs> I hope they bring that to Orlando. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? Universal right. Studios? Why not? Come on, yeah. man. bring it back. And, and it's crazy. I just hope they don't make a Rainbow Road track. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's all. Just don't make a rainbow road. Is that trippy? That would be. Too. That would not be good. Oh no! For a lot of people. Um. So my story of the week. We all know about Cyberpunk 2077 and all the the issues it's had, and now they have some more issues at CD Projekt Red. They've been hacked. Uh, hackers have to- uh, stolen the source code for the game. They actually left like a ransom file note for for CD Projekt Red to to look at saying that, you know, we're going to leak this online, all your documents. They say that your public image will go down the toilet yeah. even more. They don't use that <laughs> Their word. Their words. Um, <laughs> our words. Our words, not theirs. And CD Projekt Red's like, we're not doing that. We're already backing up all our, all our content and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I was just... 
like for something and you still like you said you're still playing cyberpunk 2077 but for all the refunds and everything like it just gets worse and worse because they got hacked man i'm like this is like one of their missions it's like <laughs> one of the missions in the game where they're you're hacking something uh it's like <laughs> or mel gibson in the movie ransom you know yeah. It's well, done getting snatched up, man. They want millions of dollars. Well, you know, it's like, wow. Two, we've talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast, but how are you as a production company this unprepared for the launch of one of your biggest titles ever? I don't like. I don't even want to hear COVID-19 as an excuse. <laughs> great, like, great, great question. Knew, great question. But I just, I don't get it. It's frustrating sometimes. Like it's Warner Brothers. Like how does Warner Brothers let this happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a great point. That's an even better yes, even better question. I mean, they are the one conglomerate next to Disney that usually has a stronghold on licensing on things like this, you know, yeah. where they don't get hacked. They, you know, they they if there's leaking going on, they're the one doing the leaking out of information or previews or or code like it is because they produce they I mean, they're in the video game world too. Mm-hmm. You know, between Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. they've done Mortal Kombat and other games. Um with the same, you know, with great franchise uh, following behind him. So it's just interesting. All right. Want to take us to one on screen? Row, row, row your boat gently up the... Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for What's on Stream. Ah, uh, so I'm delving back into my wheelhouse. We got we got horror movie. We got uh, current events. We got a movie called Body Cam with Mary J. Blige, old school R&B singer, now stern yeah. actress, Umbrella Company as well. So I'm liking she's working her acting chops. I'm loving it. And so she plays a police officer down in Swinton, Louisiana, where there has been some, as like I said, current events going on in the world today, you know, crooked coppery going on down in her police department. And so they, she does. So it was one cop that goes on a routine stop. And in the results of, a un, he has an unexplained grisly death. He's ripped apart. His teeth are just, everything's, it looked like he exploded. And so the cop, so she realizes, a Mary Jelly Blige character realizes that, you know, they all had the body cam footage of the incident, of the incident, and it replays, and she sees it. She's the first to see it for her her eyes only. And then every, then it's another attack, and then another attack. So then all these officers that basically were a part of this big cover-up, cover-up, are the ones being taken out by a supernatural presence. So basically, I say a little bit of spoiler alert here is that the victim of a police brutality crime is now haunting them and taking care of business. As we see in horror movies, we see this in horror movies when somebody gets killed and then that ghost come back, comes back and takes care of business to the ones that were the perpetrators or the, the evil beings or whoever. That they did the murder, so we see this. this is on body cam. Body cam movie came out in May of 2020. I don't know how I missed this, but I caught it now. It's on Prime Video, and my man Joey, he's a horror guy too, and his some of his uh, mm-hmm. compadres. So this is right up there, Ellie, yeah. too. So check it out. Body cam, Mary J. Blige on Prime Video. Yeah, for me, I'm still on WandaVision, which we basically talked about already. So that's my <laughs> what's on stream. Yeah, I love it. Just every week, Ben's like, Wanda Come on, Ben. Well, and then half the time you guys yell at me, claiming I'm spoiling well, the then, episode. Yeah, but then we gotta, you have to, it doesn't ahead matter. of time, like, hey, in case you haven't seen the episode yet, here's what happens at the end. A spoiler alert would be <laughs> wow. worth it, just saying. Um, I watched Fake Famous on HBO Max. I previewed it. I heard that's I mean, good. Yeah, I heard, I heard that's really, really good. good. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, man. It's basically, they follow three L.A.-based people. They... 
this group of producers or, or filmmakers puts out an ad, said, hey, who wants to be famous? They get a bunch of people, they interview them, and then they work on exploring how to turn someone famous through social media. So that's purchasing followers. And once you start purchasing followers, you got to start purchasing likes and comments. And they go through all that and, and what it takes and what it takes just to produce the content and, and what sometimes you see from, from some uh, social media influencers may not be always you know what it's cracked up to be, I guess. But it's pretty interesting, and one of them becomes – pretty well known with uh, a bunch of followers and she starts right. getting like all this free stuff and all this. It's pretty cool. And it's really, really interesting. I'd recommend it. HBO max, uh, fake famous. Sounds like a social experiment. Almost. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you streaming anything, Joey? Um, just, uh, blind division right now. And then, uh, I want to check out this new, uh, series on Netflix called the magician. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I think I'm going to peep that. But I want to check out uh, Fake Famous, too. I had a, actually had a friend talk to me about that the other day. Yeah, yeah I just previewed it just uh, a couple of days ago. That looks interesting. I'm going to check it out, guys. All right. Let's take us to uh, game releases. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. So like I forebode in the beginning of the show, going back to my past, my childhood here, going into Super Mario 3D Worlds, Plus Bowser's Fury, as you know, Bowser's is the antagonist. Mm -hmm. Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario and Luigi the are boss. are the protagonists. They're the heroes. But you got Luigi, you got Mario, and you got Princess Peach that you can team up with multiple players. Explore the three D world of Super Mario and the the turtles, the Koopas, the getting the coins, and then in the plus battle Bowser. You know he is now this. He almost Godzilla like size Bowser that he is not happy. He's got he's and he's breathing fire and laser beams out of his mouth, kind of like Godzilla there. Uh the games come out uh, February twelfth, so here in a couple days. So you could team up. You could have, you know, sometimes you could get little character uh beings, you become a cat, you could do cat like uh moves and help you, you know, get through the map and break down the walls or climb up the wall a little bit faster because you got them cat claws, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you can have a whole team of cats. All y'all could be in a cat outfit. You, Peach, and Luigi. So check it out. It's on Nintendo Switch out in a couple days, along with Bowser's Fury. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to copy it because it's one of them games that got me going with Super Mario Brothers back there in the day go. on the NES. So now on the Switch, yep. Bowser's World or Bowser's Fury and Super Mario 3D Worlds. Check it out. There's not a ton of games that are either coming out this week or have already come out, but one that caught my eye was Rover Wars Battle for Mars. It comes out February 12th on the Xbox. But you jump straight into action with your little rover, and you start to build factories, and you hurt enemy units. The tactics in the game are in resource management and the placement of factories. And these factories poop out minions that will find their way to enemy facilities and destroy them. And once you do that to all of your enemies' bases, you win. Mm. Pretty simple. But it's cool, too, because it's set, obviously, on Mars as the title yeah. Um, kind of lays out there. And then you kind of bounce around between different planets. The moon's involved, too. So Rover Wars, Battle for Mars, due out February 12th on Xbox. All right, my game release this week, Little Nightmares 2, PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch coming out this week. It's a suspense adventure game in which you play as Mono, a young boy trapped in a world that has been distorted by an evil transmission. And together mm -hmm. they got a new friend, Six, 
he sets out to discover the source of the transmission. So Little Nightmares 2, that one caught my eye this week. And just looking at some of the um, the gameplay in the trailer, it just it looks really kind of creepy, kind of cool. And so Little yeah. Nightmares 2 is my pick. Oddball game there. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, anything new? I know you said 2K. You were, yeah, you're grinding. you were grinding on that. Yeah. Anything, anything else out there that you, you're you playing? I'm a big fan of the Hitman 3. Mm. Uh, I'm actually playing that right now. I've been streaming that a few times. Um, you know, Agent 47, just, you know, up to Agent 47 things. Yep. Out here trying to keep a little profile while uh, getting that contract right. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. And getting this little assassination going on. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? I say, what's your favorite assassination move? Gun, knife, the little pin you can choke people out with. What? Yeah, I'm I'm sneaky, man. I'm sneaky. Um, but I've actually been I've actually been liking throwing the knife lately. Ooh. Like on, on my uh, when I when I got my contract. So okay, uh, that's usually been my that's been my go to lately. But I'm I'm kind of the of a sneaky attack. Uh, Sniper is always cool. Actually, I. I, I like a certain mode in that game. There's a certain mode. I think it was in uh, the second one that they, that it's also in the third one now too. Right. That I need to unlock is the um, the, the sniper uh, game mode where you got to like pick off like, I think you got like five or six targets that you have to like take out without being like recognized. Whereas if they know that there's a sniper, they start running right. and they and they can't exit the the area. If they do, obviously you lose. Right. Oh. Can't wait. It's on my yeah. birthday list. My birthday's next week. So I got nice. Hitman 3. Nice. That sounds very exciting. And, and it's on the Switch, too. Oh, that's a game changer. Right they added there. it to the Switch. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, man. Wow. I can't wait for that game. Yeah. That, looks fun. that sounds fun. looks fun. And I appreciate it. So, Joey, franchise, thank you for coming on the show today. Sure. It's been an outstanding conversation. We have fun finding out the fun things that you've, you that you've done, that you're doing. And the games that you've been in, the, the the sets you've done with the entertainers out there in the world. So I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on our show and hang out a little bit in the Gamers Lounge. Right. No, I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's love, for real. And we got to get you on, uh, you know, one of our podcasts, too, in return. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Bring the gotta, whole gang down. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. And then I'm give a little preview out for next week for everybody tuning in to the uh, podcast on Twitch now. And that's going to be live later on this week. Yeah. We have OG King Kirk joins us next week. He's an on-air caster, motivational speaker, and an esports entrepreneur. He's actually the head coach and GM of Nets Gaming and the Brooklyn Nets NBA 2K franchise uh, league uh, team there. And then we're going to have a brand new this or that um, games again from, from new releases from the week. We'll talk about that and then all the top trending stories in the world of esports and competitive gaming and then our socials. Ben, yeah. you, you want to do that one? Sure, I can handle that. You can handle, you can handle your own. I'm going to handle a podcast, okay? <laughs> AG underscore Gamers Lounge, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's where you'll find us. And uh, also, you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. But we're going to steer you to Apple Podcasts. Really would appreciate a rate and review. You do that for us. We're going to be able to do so many more cool things with this podcast. Maybe go to Japan. Japan. To uh, Super Nintendo World or mm, Nintendo World, LA, whatever it's called. So New please, York. Tampa? Rate what? <laughs> Please <laughs> rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. Yep, and then follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Amon Green Thirty, all one word. And also, this Twitch channel is Amon Green TV, but it's also tagged along and simulcast 
on AG underscore Gamers Lounge. Yes, sir. And that is also on all the social out there. And then Facebook Gaming as yep. well. YouTube as well. We're kind of everywhere. Everywhere. We're like the old school horror movie, The Blob. We're just everywhere. Just creating, taking territory, taking land, taking airspace. And what about Joey? Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, everything from uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, uh, at Joey Franchise, Franchise with a Z, uh, JoeyFranchise.com, and also on uh, Joey Franchise on uh, YouTube as well. Thanks for having you, Joey. And everybody, again, thanks for jumping in and uh, enjoying our show. See you guys next week. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.